you <laughs> entry into status girls mm. okay so i'm um, accepted into status girls and uh, my parents are like just go where just so that you're not behind because me i'm like man i didn't make it and they're like okay maybe status girls is not it let's see if we're gonna send you to kianda or something mm. um but just go to status girls for now uh, for form one and then we figure out what's gonna happen mm. so i go to state house girls and i'm just heartbroken I, i'm not believing like this is actually my reality <laughs> <laughs> but in my head i'm like yeah, yeah it makes sense let me just go for form one and, and then, then here i come Kianda, here i come because <laughs> this is not my reality so now this is where i actually when I said in Makini I had my first taste of classism, Statehouse Girls is where nearly in gear PhD program. <laughs> and I'm really grateful for the experience because I didn't understand how um, privileged I was. Yep. I didn't understand how much I had. Yep. Because I was always looking up. I uh -huh. was always looking at the ones who had more. Yep. Now I'm in a situation of people who the the fees is 10 g's 20 g's but it's they're being sent home and, pocket money and okay it's not my pocket <laughs> money but i've never experienced being sent home for fees mm -hmm. i've never experienced that i'm with i'm in a provincial school so this school has girls from all over the city uh -huh. they are the babies and then they're the ones who have come from like hard knock hard knock mm. life and so it was a bad thing to be a baby. Mm. Being a baby is not a cool thing. Mm. Whereas in Makini, it's how baby are you? <laughs> like what you got? What car are you driving? Yeah. What shoes you wearing? What shoes? Yeah, what shoes are you wearing? Here it's like, oh my gosh, it's a bad thing that I speak English. I'm trying to sound hood, like <laughs> trying to sound like because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, it's a bad thing to be a Barbie. Like I really felt that, like, oh my gosh, I have to hide it. I have to pretend. I have to like mm. <laughs> try to fit in. Mm. Cause being a baby is not a good thing. And you're like, I'm a baby. I didn't know I was a baby. <laughs> I didn't know I was a baby. <laughs> I didn't know I was a baby. But at Status Girls, the first time I washed my own laundry, it's the first time I wiped a floor. It's the first time I did so many things because I had, I didn't even realize. Nilikuwa soft life. Mm. <laughs> we are thinking my soft life is the ghetto <laughs> because we we don't have a Pajero or a Range Rover, or whatever, you know. I get it. Yeah. I'm so glad you've shared that. I I, I, I don't I, I don't think sometimes people can understand that. Like what you've said right now, mm. uh, like me, I've resonated with that completely. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so so um and i think there's a beauty in understanding that mm -hmm. um a beauty in understanding oh my god i'm blessed you may be blessed and not know you're blessed yeah but there's a beauty in understanding what we actually have god has blessed us with this we are mm -hmm. i'm not but as there are people who are worse off yeah so t tell me a little bit about the time then now in state house girls because your mind mentality where i'm hearing right now is like this is just for a term yeah, yeah. Mm, i'm going to my baby of course uh, I, I, and then realizing how many kids have been told that and we're like even you were told that even you were told that <laughs> and people be like you're gonna be here till form four <laughs> get comfortable <laughs> you ain't going anywhere yep. and there are the barbie kids who actually live mm, like mm. the barbie friends the, the guys who are my crew in form one they all left me 
Also, there are some guys you came with from Akini. Yeah. Oh, from Akini or from other private schools who ended up in yes. State House. But very many of, at least the ones who I was friends with, they left. They, mm. they, they, they actually went to a better school because now this is the first time I'm experiencing public education. Aha. So we're in Makini, the teachers like are drilling you. They're making sure you understand. You can go and ask for like tutoring or remedial classes or they are making sure you understand and you know this thing back to front. Now experiencing teachers who walk into class and are teaching you maths in the air. Like they don't even want to stand and be like to yeah. let their family. They're like, so vectors, you have one here. You have another one here. So you're just like, what is this? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, wh wh what? <laughs> Excuse me. So the level of education. You felt the difference. What? <laughs> or where the teacher just doesn't show up. Like, I remember signing up for the music program and there was just no teacher. So we just go into the music class and make noise for like the whole hour and having to be like, okay, maybe I should just switch to another subject. <laughs> Because, like, there's just no teacher. So now, like, just going from, like, top notch to be like, this is what my hard work got me. Mm. Like, I'm now in just, what is happening? <laughs> it's just like. What is life? <laughs> and not feeling like I had, like, <sighs> it, was, it was heartbreaking because I knew what I was capable of. Mm. And I didn't feel like this place is matching like my hunger to learn and to excel and to it's all on you now if you're gonna pass it's all on you we used to help each other like so you you've understood this topic okay now you sh show us what you you've learned like it was very like to say mm. <laughs> but there were some really good teachers yeah but it all depended on what class you are so and that class has the really dope chemistry teacher that class has the really dope maths teacher it was very just not what I was used to. Hey, you are blowing my <laughs> mind. Like, I've not been to a public school, so a lot yeah. of the stuff that you're telling me, um, I learned maybe when I would tour with Kekru, and I'd see, when we would tour with Kekru, and mm -hmm. I'd see different um, environments in Kenya. So, mm. the, the Kenya highs, the status girls, the Wagushiri girls, like, you'd see a different mix. Mm -hmm. But to hear you speak of it from this perspective i'm just like okay i'm beginning to understand um your life more mm -hmm. so at this time are you falling in love with music oh yes yes yeah i'm falling in love with music as it has girls what i really loved about it it had a strong art culture nice so i see the benefit of me being there Whereas before I was more academic driven, mm -hmm. like pass, 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 pass. Here is now a place where it's like, oh, choir, mm. drama, funkies. Mm. Funkies were so interesting. Um, see you. Mm. So worship team. Like there's a lot of music. There's a lot, there's entertainment. There's like, there was a culture. There was a culture of performance. Mm. And did you, did you submerge yourself into that culture? Completely. From one, I went for all the funkies so i was like i'm only here for a year <laughs> let me do all the things <laughs> watch any the choir watch any the drama see you were inside uh, and then like uh akina k crew would come to our school mm. like this is the time of um what was it called this thing for akina dj josh <laughs> jc's group oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, so they'd come to our high school, Akina K crew. And, you know, it was just, it was so exciting. Yeah. It was exciting that that element of the school was so exciting. And, and I'd never experienced that before. Did you feel like you stood out? Or, or did you feel like you were, okay, in this one, I'm, I'm A, class A music team. <laughs> did you feel like, okay, I have a gift that is excelling beyond other people? Maybe it, have it be, I could write my own songs, mm-hmm. or I could hit some my vocals were better or yeah. did you feel like you um i i wanted to stand out i didn't really stand out like when it came to like oh let me perform and do the things it was something like oh i wish i could um mm. but i was still very shy i was in a singing group um and we used to call ourselves the jesus freaks but it was m- mostly for ourselves we would just sing to ourselves mm but not necessarily feeling we had we actually had celebs in the school this is what is so interesting about status girls there were people who are celebs like size eight was a celeb in the school <laughs> so hold on size eight was in status girls yeah she was in my year oh in your year in my year bro <laughs> and she was like a celeb i remember she used to sing amazing grace and people would lose their minds <laughs> And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I wish I could do that. Or like, there's a group called Natena with Olga Oyer. I don't know if you know Olga Oyer, but she's the, the, the sister of the Oyer brothers. Uh-huh. And they had like a singing group and they were like a celeb group. Like they had a hit song that they would perform at CU. Yeah. So there's now that desire for, wow, and you, and I you, want to Jesus be like freaks, that. Well, how many guys? Like 90 we were guys. Four, <laughs> we were four of us. We were four of us. But I don't think we even ever performed. We just used to be like, let's for ourselves yeah. but wow those celebrities <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> yeah no but size it was gifted size it who needs to come to this because she was even picked out of by she yeah she, she went picked to, out to Lucas from, from that mm-hmm. okay but back to you friends at this time are you now decided okay i'm not going anywhere by form i'm sure by the end of form <laughs> one you're like yo i'm not going anywhere yo hatuendi mali so i guess we need to survive here okay cool yeah so did you <laughs> yeah. adapt did you be like okay this is it this is it yo i think i i don't even speak sheng well but at least i can <laughs> i can hold a conversation yeah. in swa now and it's because of my time at status girls i often think like if i didn't go to stato I think I'd be so disconnected from everything. Like mm. I had to I had to adapt. I had to learn. I had mm. to be like, okay. <laughs> and what was so strange was um trying I think that's where I learned how to um switch myself. Uh-huh. That's where I learned how to switch. Yeah, like, yeah. oh here I can be like this, here I have to be like this, here I have to like learning how to um and it's something that i'm unlearning now uh but i learned how not to be myself oh yeah ah, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> that's deep. yeah that's deep so at all times so you give not at all times uh, there were people that i was safe with very few uh-huh. um but especially in the beginning uh it was very like unless i feel safe I'm going to present the me that I think I get is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yo, okay. So what happens now? Okay, two questions. Let me start with the first one. First one being this is 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Kenya music is blowing up mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. I uh, 
how what 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 what's happening for you what are you listening to yeah. musically um so i'm a CU girl so i'm listening to a lot of gospel i'm listening cool, to cool. akina porcupine dj josh uh-huh. i'm listening to um escape blue <laughs> gospel fathers dng i mean this world and kabisa and makini as well yeah he was in makini he lived in gumo oh yes, like, yeah yeah so uh, I'm listening to a lot of gospel. Eh, Kwanza gospel fathers were huge. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, babe, 100%. But of course, Klepto is big. Mm. And they'd, they'd be like um, nights for entertainment, usually after a visiting day. Mm. So they'd play a lot of local music and then we'd watch a movie as a school. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... Yo, that was an exciting time because there was also like Misteto, that was an event, so they'd bring artists in or there'd be a DJ and then we're playing Kenyan music. Mm. So Kenyan boy, Kenyan girl is bumping by Nazizi and Wire. Like, you know, it's just it's like the golden era of Kenyan music. And, so and did you exciting. want to be a part of that golden era? Uh, did you ever because it's one thing to yeah. listen, but then as a musician, are you feeling like, hmm, wouldn't mind dropping a single or two? So Interesting enough, it was not really my dream. Uh-huh. What's your dream <laughs> at that time? I wanted to be an ambassador. I had an auntie who was a diplomat. She was the ambassador of Rwanda to Kenya. Mm-hmm. And just seeing how she was bowling, she had a driver, she lived in a mansion. I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> what do I need to do? International relations at USAU? Okay. That was what me was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I want to be a boss, babe, like this. So I love music, but I wasn't necessarily thinking this is what I want to do with my life. Um, I did have a phase where I was like, oh, I'd love to make like a gospel album because I was listening to Out of Eden, mm. Mary Mary, Trinity 5-7. I was really into like the gospel girl groups and I was like, that would be really cool. I get it. But not at a, if you were to look around and be like, who's making a career out of of that it, it, it felt more like a hobby mm. than a, this is what i want to do with my life okay there's a huge thing that you've said about and i just want to speak about a bit about that about going to rwanda because mm-hmm. you said you went to rwanda after the genocide yeah uh, and that's maybe then the early late 90s can you remember the first time going back to rwanda yeah definitely